Ollie, there are a lot of things I never thought I would have done in circuit breaker or lockdown period. One of those is recording a podcast, and two is going to be the topic of this podcast episode, which is staycations. Now, I, I knew the answer to this, but I need to ask you, Ali, had you ever considered a staycation before coronavirus hit? No, actually, I, I never understood people who did that, and I thought it was a silly thing. Why? I don't know. It felt like you, you're not really relaxing. You're still in the same street, same city, same restaurants, same everything that you live your day in, day out. What is the point of going to spend money in a fancy bed when your bed is in the same place? For sure. I, I definitely agree with you on that point. Maybe it's the frugal nature in me, but I said, well, if I can just stay at home in my own apartment and spend zero dollars, or at least just the rent that I'm paying, why would I spend extra money to go stay in a hotel that is, you know, a 10 minute taxi ride away? Yeah, and I get it. For example, you could argue the same thing about going to a restaurant, right? You could say, well, I can cook my own meal instead of going to a pricey restaurant. But there is an experience to it. And also, perhaps if you, let's say you have kids or you live with your parents or you want to have some privacy, maybe going to a hotel to spend the night could be a more attractive idea. But I don't think that staycation is that. I think a staycation is this concept of going on holiday. Hmm. I had never thought of it in that regard because I'm in the same boat as you. I had never considered a staycation uh, until borders were basically closed. And you and I have been in Singapore on this little island for, at least for me, seven months. I had never been in Singapore for seven weeks straight, let alone seven months. So Ale, I'm going to ask you, what was the change of heart then? What caused you to say, you know what? Maybe I will do a staycation. I'm going to disclose also that we're going to get some inputs from other people. So don't be surprised if you suddenly hear another voice. I think it's the sense of a break. And this is something that I never understood, like I said before. I, I get it. Like we, we talk about the wonderful nature, different cultures, uh, going out and dressing nicely or going on adventure. But I think a lot of the appeal of going on holiday and vacations is not living your normal life. So I'll preface this by saying that I'd never actually even heard of a staycation before moving to Singapore. And no, I had never considered taking one before COVID. Also, Singapore, the housing here is typically this huge high-rise condo with a great gym, this really nice recreation area, and these amazing pool facilities. So I guess the idea of paying to stay just like a few blocks away didn't seem to make much sense hotel room rate in Singapore is not cheap. So for example, for the price of a regular room at Capella, you can get full board in an exotic 18th century villa in the Sri Lankan tea trails or almost two nights stay in a beautiful hotel in Tuscany. And you know how they say like the only way to have perspective is with distance. <laughs> and you don't need to have distance in the sense of like traveling thousands of kilometers. That really helps. But you can get it in other ways, like just like don't use your phone for a day. Uh, go to a part of the country you've never been and spend some time there. Like do something you never do and you will get some minor discoveries. That's a, that's a really good point because I used to love planning quick weekend getaways. It's definitely the beauty of living in Singapore pre-COVID. We could make a spur-of-the-moment decision to go on a weekend trip to Bali. 
or to Phuket or Da Nang in Vietnam. And so I told myself when I ultimately, spoiler alert, decided to go on a staycation, I said, well, you know what? I should plan the heck out of my staycation as if I were trying to go to another country. All the logistics, I even had, surprise, surprise, a spreadsheet of all the activities that I wanted to do during my staycation. And it actually was an incredibly enjoyable weekend. I needed the change of scenery. I've slept in the same bed for the last seven months. That never happened when we were all traveling so much pre-COVID. So just to not be surrounded by my apartment's four walls also was definitely a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and one one more point I would say to all this is that, you know what, and I, spoiler alert, I also went on a vacation. I'm <laughs> going to tell you a bit about that soon. But you know what really made it click? When I was prepping my suitcase before leaving and I was calling a taxi and waiting for the taxi downstairs with me and my wife each having a small travel suitcase. Wow. And it felt nice. It felt good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Are we bougie, Ollie? Does that just make us super bougie? I don't know. I mean, I, I found myself loving that moment and like the, the need of like having, oh, please open the trunk. I have important stuff to put here. Or like <laughs> My suitcase is so heavy. I need a hand loading it up. I feel ya. The appeal of a staycation is ultimate comfort. A sense of escaping. You don't need to worry or think about anything. You know, when you're on the road or you're traveling in a different country, there's a lot of effort that you actually need to put into thinking about, you know, what might you do for the day? Do you need to book anything? Do you need to plan anything? Um, you know, maybe you're in a country where you don't speak the language. But when you're staying somewhere close by, it's just you get to saunter in, sit down, and really just have a, a fully luxurious, enjoyable time. Feeling like you're being served and pampered and sleeping in a different bed is appealing to a lot of people. So I see that as like a reason to take a staycation these days. In this sort of post-COVID world, there is an appeal like staycations are a bit of a mind trick. They, they give you this illusion of being away. You're in a room you're not familiar with and you don't have to clean it. You drink by the pool and then, you know, once you're done, you just charge everything. You never see the bill. The next morning, you sort of stumble downstairs and you have this deluxe, gorgeous breakfast. So you really get to feel like you've been teleported away on a little getaway when, in fact, you haven't really gone anywhere. I did feel a little bit of a guilt trip um, because I said... The, the hotel that I stayed at for our staycation was the beautiful historic Raffles Hotel. It is literally a four minute walk from my apartment. But there was just something about, like you said, packing a bag, had to pack my toothbrush, all this stuff. I even brought some makeup and checking in at the reception, having the front doorman open the door and say, welcome, Miss Chan. I said, wow, I, I, I know I could live a productive, happy life without all these unnecessary luxuries, but oh man, it just felt so nice to be in a serviced hotel, having people wait on you hand and foot. And I, oh my gosh, I'm so guilty. I feel so guilty for saying that. I think that's the whole point, right? It's, it's not the fact that, oh, I needed a place to crash and you found this. Like, it's completely the opposite. It's an indulgence. And it's, it's the fact that you're, you know, you're throwing away money, right? Like you have a bed, you have food, you have everything already. You already live in the same neighborhood. 
but it's the fact that you want to feel something and and you're getting it and you're you're getting all this treatment that you normally will not get and you're getting all this like comfort and design elements and aesthetics and you get to dress up nicely and all these things that is it's a bit of like a like a play in a way right it's like theater but it's so good it is i mean we get to pretend to be fabulously wealthy and elegant and going to these fancy dinners and I guess that's what makes life worth living, right? We have to allow ourselves to indulge and enjoy the finer things in life. Otherwise, why do we work so hard? Why do we earn a paycheck? And and I do recognize that we are incredibly fortunate and lucky to be able to afford these kind of indulgences. So I recognize that that's not common for everyone, but I will say at the very least, I try to be as grateful as possible. So Ale, on your staycation, what was your favorite part? What were some of the highlights? What were some of your favorite memories? I don't know if my favorite part, but what told me I was on holiday was me eating chips in the very fancy bed I had. Just potato chips. Yeah, we, because we, we were like rushing to get early check-in, you know? And we got there and yeah, like we opened our suitcase and, and it's like, okay, what do we do? It's like, we, it's like 3 p.m. <laughs> on a weekday or something like that. And... Okay, so might as well just like like get in the bed and eat chips. Like it, it was a bit of like confusing because we're not like, oh, let's explore the city or let's like go investigate uh, this different language and learn the words so we can say a few things to the locals. Like no need for that. Like I, I usually, that's how I usually start my trips. Like I'm planning where to go next, like how to manage things I don't know. In this case, there was really not much to do. And I was making a point of trying to not to talk to my friends, trying to not obviously look at work stuff. So what was there to do? So I, I actually managed to think a lot. But the the first moments were this pointlessness of saying, well, I'm in a very expensive bed eating chips. That's the perfect word, though, Ali. Sometimes it is supposed to be pointless. You don't always need to be on the go trying to see this tourist trap or this big destination site. Sometimes you just want to eat some potato chips on crisp white linen sheets and relax. I remember packing my bags like I was really going away for a holiday. I made extra sure that I wouldn't be able to go home and pick up anything that I forgot. So it felt like I was going somewhere else. And it was just, I mean, the company was really the, the best part, definitely being with you know, four girls where we were just having the best time, great conversations, and we got to look amazing throughout the entire weekend, having great food. It was just, it was definitely a weekend to remember. Absolutely amazed me because I didn't feel like I was in Singapore at all. I mean, the boats and the marina and the restaurants and the neighborhood and the whole vibe, you know, it just, it felt like you were somewhere else. It felt like San Diego, or I think I kept saying I, it looks like Miami. I think at least my modus operandi or my default mode on vacation, quote unquote vacations, when I used to go on them, was to be racing around all the time, seeing as many possible sights as I could, experiencing as much as I could. And by the end of my vacation, I was already so exhausted, I wanted to take another vacation for my vacation. So I completely agree that the staycation allows you to just unwind and chill out. 
And that's exactly what I did. And Ollie, which which hotel did you stay at for your staycation? If you had to name one hotel for Singapore that is not Raffles Hotel, which one would you say? Did you stay at MBS Marina Bay Sands? Yes, I did. I spent a ton of money. <laughs> yes, and it was the say. Okay, I'm never gonna do this in my life. There's zero incentive for me to do this. And this is the one time that everything is crazy, right? And say, okay, might as well do it and cross it off my list. I mean, it is the most iconic hotel in Singapore. It's the one that looks like it's got a floating ship on top of three giant towers. It is. It is the first visual that I think most people think of when they say the word Singapore. So. Kudos to you, Ale, and I am going to embarrass you a little bit. You are a fantastic husband, and it was also for your wife's birthday, right? I think we're both really happy about it. So it it it, it took little convincing to say, okay, we're going to spend this much money, but I think it's going to be worth it. And very quickly, we were signed up on that. To all the husbands and wives out there, do not ever feel guilty about splurging and. Purchasing a staycation for your spouse or significant other, you cannot possibly lose. You will score many, many brownie points. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's tremendous fun also. And I'm not here to say that oh, you should go to only the most exclusive places. I I think that half the fun is just going to a place that's not normal. Definitely, and the the Raffles Hotel, which I stayed at, it's not a beach. Hotels, so you're not lounging in the pristine white sand beaches in Singapore, which there actually really aren't that many anyway. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, <laughs> but ours was so fun and unique because of the history behind the hotel. So we did all the cheesy activities. We went on the historic walking tour around the hotel to learn about the history and legacy of a lot of these Singaporean leaders from 50 years ago. We. Indulged in the welcome drinks, the famous Singapore Sling, that was invented a few decades ago. I don't even like Singapore slings, but I had to enjoy it and say, "Why, thank you. I will enjoy this." Ooh, sorry, awful gin grenadine cocktail in the grand lobby. But why not? We're here, or we did feast on the afternoon tea on all the teeny tiny little sandwiches, and. The I think custom crafted Raffles Hotel tea blend because you just got to do all the activities that are lined up for you because when else are you going to do this? That's the whole point. Also, is that probably this is something that is is a circumstance we're in right now, and you need to fill something. And I think for a lot of people, at least if I speak for my my own self, my own case, every day feels like the same. I I I love my routines. I have like very fine tuned routines because of this pandemic right now, and this was a welcome distraction. Absolutely, I I am very envious of you, Ali. I know you've started to go back to the office a few、uh, days out of the week, or you're on the AB schedule. I have been working from my living room for the past seven months. So just the the change the, the the opportunity to get out of my apartment, I packed a bag like you said. I even brought makeup. I busted out all the fanciest dresses I own, and made sure to wear a new dress for each meal that I had in the Raffles Hotel because all the restaurants are so fancy. I definitely didn't like the way my credit card bill looked at the end of the staycation, but it was so worth it considering. I have not spent a single dime on a flight or a hotel in the last seven months. 
Yeah, actually, that's how I convinced myself that it was okay. I was saying, well, we don't need to pay for flights. So this is like same price as going to a cheap hotel in another country. And all I, I'd like to think we're in good company. Apparently, I was looking up some stats from the Singaporean Tourism Board or the STB. Back in July, right when hotels did start to open again, 35 hotels were approved for staycations. And within a week, all of them were nearly 100% booked or 80% booked. So this has become a very popular weekend activity. I think all of us are going a little bit stir crazy and we just miss the luxury of staying at a hotel. I will take it a bit further. I, it's very easy to get used to refinement and nice things, obviously. But I think that the, to me, what, what made the biggest difference was being in a position where you're forced to think. And I think this is not great for everyone. I, I know a lot of people who need to be distracted constantly because it's, it's hard to deal with whatever is going on in your mind. But for me, I, I welcome these moments in which I'm relaxed, I'm having a great time, and I have no rush. I have nowhere to be. Or maybe it's like, oh, we have a dinner reservation in three hours. <laughs> but I don't have my laptop. I'm not at home. Can I do the dishes? Can I watch TV? Like, I need to do something else because I'm in this place. And that's when you get original ideas. And I, and I like thought about my future, my past, and my family, and my friends. And I, I got to make a lot of like analysis. Then in the day-to-day basis, I'm too busy prepping dinner or meeting someone for drinks that I don't have really time for, for doing that. That's a great point. I think when, when you're on vacation, it's so jam-packed with all these activities, whether you're going on a tour or you're going to go sightsee or visit this temple or go to the beach or go to this meal. But yeah, with a staycation, I thought I wasn't going to spend the entire time at the hotel. Given that I live next door, I said, oh, you know, maybe I'll just still leave the hotel and go explore Singapore. But no, I stayed at the hotel the entire time and I was able to finish my book that had been languishing on my bedside table for the last month because I hadn't really been reading much of it. And uh, because there's still some pretty strict social distancing measures, the hotel required that we book our pool slots as well as our gym slots, which I thought was a bit overkill, but I get it. They didn't want to have capacity or reach capacity. So you had to book your gym time and pool time in 90 minute increments. But it was great because I knew that from 2 to 3.30, I had the very busy appointment of lounging by the pool. And just reading and sitting there and doing nothing, like you said, thinking, that was great. Or at the gym, I just mentally shut down and physically let my body do all the work. And it was so refreshing and cathartic to not think about the routine and the mundane that I think we've all fallen prey to because our days have been the same day in, day out. Okay, actually, let me let me go back to that. So. You worked out during your vacation? <laughs> For me, that's a fun activity, Ollie. I know I'm a little bit of a workout freak. It's it's become so part of my routine. I definitely did a lot more working out during lockdown because there's nothing else to do. But I found that it was absolutely so critical to jumpstarting my day and giving me the endorphins, the adrenaline to get me going and sustain me with energy for the rest of the day. 
Oh, I mean, I absolutely agree regarding the exercise part. Like, my core is engaged very often during quarantine. But at least, like, did you do, like, a different type of exercise? Like, did you use, like, the fancy machines at the gym? Yes. So that was actually a treat, not because I got to work out in a gym, but really because I got to use weights. In my apartment, I don't have any workout equipment. It's just me and body weight, which, you know, is enough weight. But uh, it was nice to just use the free weights, the machines at the gym, and just change things up. And I clearly had not been using certain muscle groups nearly as much while in my apartment because each day I was incredibly sore. So as much as we say staycations are a break from the routine, working out at a gym was also a new break for me. I'm just being a hater, you know, like if you had fun, what? like... Well, I don't understand. Wait, do you, you're saying that like it doesn't seem fun? I think a lot of people don't like exercising. I, I like having the routine of exercising and I know it's important to, to be healthy and fit, but I don't know if I love waking up to exercise every day or every other day. You know what also makes exercising fun for me, Ale, is the social aspect. So I actually did this staycation with my girlfriends uh, and we all worked out together. And by the end of the workouts, they were joking because they were incredibly sore as well because I was yelling at them to do certain exercises and faster, high knees, you know, you can lift weight. Come on, one more rep. That was actually fun, barking out orders at my girlfriend's nut. But it was, it was very social. And by the end, they said, ooh, you should start a fitness class called Body by Stacy." So it just became a running joke, like, you know, okay, we got to go again Saturday to the gym because we got to do our Body by Stacy class. So it became like another social activity, not just me working out by myself in the gym. That would have been a little sad. I agree. <laughs> no, I mean, that sounds hilarious and super fun. I highly encourage that activity. And it felt like there were a lot of people in the hotel as well when I was at the staycation um, because all the pool slots would be routinely booked up. And it was nice because of the control freak that I am. It was nice that I still had to plan things. So it really did feel like a proper vacation because we did have enough activities sprinkled throughout the weekend that, you know, we had quite a bit of downtime, but also enough activities like it gave us something to look forward to each day. And so did you plan a bunch of activities during the staycation or was it primarily meals? I think we also had to book the pool. You know, uh, Marina Bay Sands has this famous infinity pool you were mentioning. Yes. It's cool. My tip for everyone willing to try is go at night. It's much nicer. If you're into natural wonders, it is not as impressive as like a huge mountain or a fantastic ocean. But at night, it the city does look like a Christmas tree. It's pretty Aww. impressive. I do love our little red dot. It is so beautiful at night. It, it just, it glows, even though we'll never get the wintry cold that other countries get during Christmas. You're right. It does look very much festive all year round. So who needs Christmas? Yeah. I mean, you, you do mention cold and I would say it was a bit cold at the <laughs> top, you know, so, so just FYI, like if you go at night, don't expect to be sweating. It's actually cold and you have to like dry yourself and you start shaking because it's a bit cold at night. So oh, that just heavenly. FYI, that's my second tip for MBS. Okay. Well, speaking of Christmas, in December, the government or the Singapore Tourism Board, as part of their Singapore Rediscovers campaign, 
the R and the E are capitalized at the end of Singapore, like Singapore discovers. The two words blend in together. Get this, Ollie. All Singaporeans will receive a $100 tourism voucher to spend on any activities they want in Singapore, including hotels. So I know you're a PR or permanent resident. Uh, I don't think you qualify, but the good news for your wife is that she should probably be able to get that $100 voucher. She should definitely cash in and you guys should do another staycation. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to spend that money. And in this sense, like Singapore has been, being, has been very generous to, to all Singaporeans. And you can use that money not only for hotels, though. You can also use it for museums and the bird park and other stuff. Yeah, I don't want to stray too much from our staycation topic, but it also has been really fun exploring all these other activities, museums, and hikes that I never had really gotten around to because I was always heading out to another country, going on weekend jaunts to other places. So it has been really refreshing to rediscover Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think this will be one of the results of all this exercise. Although I'm sure there will be a massive exodus once we can all travel to other countries, there's also like a renewed discovery. Like we know more of the place we live in by virtue of having to stay here for longer. Precisely. Oh gosh, how do we maximize value from a staycation? Make sure you plan in advance. So like if there are certain time slots at something like the pool or if you if you want to do a nice dinner or if you want to do brunch, plan ahead of time because these bookings uh, disappear pretty quickly. Uh, so I'd say make sure you plan ahead. Bring your own alcohol. Bring your own bottles. I don't think they really care, but maybe just keep it in disguise in a suitcase. Uh, but yeah, you can save a lot of money doing that. Most importantly, know what's free. Know what you could take home with you. <laughs> Have some souvenirs from the hotel to really uh, remember the vacation. We stayed at the W Hotel in a place called Sentosa Cove. Um, all said and done, my wife and I were planning a staycation in November. We went to Raffles Hotel. Just done one staycation overnight at the W Sentosa. And I loved it. Uh, Ollie, so this has clearly been a renaissance of staycations in Singapore. All of our friends and you and I have loved exploring Singapore, getting to see the insides and stay in some of the most beautiful hotels in the world. I'm feeling really great about staycations. Yeah, I think we had a great time. But let, let, me, let me ask you a question. Sure. Let's say next year. COVID is resolved, we're all healed, we return to normal, and all the world does. Would you consider doing a staycation then? <laughs> Absolutely not. 